Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this insane mum and dad place the entire burden of five of their children onto their two oldest children, doing no parenting themselves and saying to their oldest son and daughter, you have to take care of five kids. I believe my parents resent me for starting my own family. I had somewhat of a revelation this weekend. I'm still processing how I feel about it and considering if I should confront my parents. Anyway, here it is. I believe my parents resent me for starting my own family. I am a 40-year-old man and I come from a big family. I'm the second oldest of nine kids. My older sister, Jane, is just a year older than me. There is a six-year gap between me and the next sibling. Then my mum had a kid every two to three years. Since Jane and I were the oldest, we always helped with the little kids and the chores around the house. In fact, it was common for my parents and other adults to refer to us as Jane and OP and the kids. It's like Jane and I were not considered children. It's more like we were two other adults living in the house. We were homeschooled, so we were home all the time. Part of my job was that I would wake up, make breakfast for the kids, then get them started with their school or activities before I started my own schoolwork. Jane would sleep in because she was more of a night owl and it was her job to help at night with the baby because there was always a baby. Jane and I did most of the chores around the house. We took turns either cleaning the kitchen or doing the laundry, of which there was a lot. I did all the guy stuff, like mowing the yard and taking out the trash. As I got older, I would delegate some of these chores to my younger brothers, but it was still my responsibility to make sure it got done. Once I was old enough to drive, I would run errands and take the kids everywhere. I can't tell you how many times I would take the kids to things like playdates or doctor's appointments. I would often tuck the kids in bed and tell them stories. To me, these things were all just normal, but looking back on it, I was more like a second dad to the kids than a brother. Jane and I did have a lot of freedom as teenagers to go out with our friends, if the chores were done. We didn't have cell phones back then. If we wanted to go out, we'd just tell our parents we were going and they didn't care as long as we were back by the next morning. I moved out when I was 20, but I still spent a lot of time at my parents. And one of my younger siblings was almost always at my house. One brother, JJ, pretty much lived with me since he was 14 because he and our mum didn't get along. When JJ was 17, he got in a wreck and he called me instead of calling dad because I was just the one who handled those kind of things. During all of this time, my parents always talked about how important it was for Jane and I to help with the kids because they were so busy with their ministry. I can't count how many times I had to drop what I was doing to take care of something because mum or dad were counseling someone. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. I hope I've painted an accurate picture of my childhood. Let's move on. Now, I'd not really dated much, but when I was 25, I met and started dating Anne. We fell in love fast and got married less than a year later. My younger siblings love Anne. She's a great cook and hostess. Our house became the hangout spots. My younger siblings started calling her Mama Anne, something they still do to this day. We've now been married 15 years and have two kids of our own. My mum and Jane did not like Anne. Now, Jane and Anne get along okay today, but Anne and my mum do not have a good relationship. I never understood why, 
but I think I finally figured out it's because they see it as Anne having taken me away. As Anne and I focused on our own relationship and started a family of our own, I spent less and less time doing things for my parents. My dad liked Anne at first, but over the past few years, their relationship has soured. Throughout the years, my dad has made comments to me about keeping up my responsibilities. One time, he called me about one of the younger kids who'd gotten in a fight with my mum and said, You better get your brother to change his attitude. It's not okay how he treated your mum and you are going to make him apologize. Sorry, he's the dad in all of this. Okay. A few years ago, Anne and I set some boundaries with my parents, telling them we were not going to raise or discipline their kids. Our home is always open to my siblings, but we no longer let my parents try and use us to straighten them up. My parents have not taken this well. About a year ago, Anne injured her foot and couldn't walk for a while. Just as she was getting better, I was diagnosed with kidney disease, which then turned into kidney failure. I've had several surgeries, with another one coming up in a few weeks. It's been a rough year. During this time, my parents have not only refused to help, they've actively made things harder for us. Things like promising to help with our kids, but then cancelling at the last minute, usually because something ministry-related came up. Recently, my sister-in-law, who lives in another state, had a baby, and my mum has been staying with her and helping for the past six weeks. My sister-in-law has said that mum is a godsend and is so wonderful. My dad has gone to help every weekend. This hurts me because my mum wouldn't give us a single night to help with our youngest when he was born. Anyway, I'm sorry this post has turned out longer than I thought it would. I needed to get this off my chest. This weekend, I was talking to another sister and telling her how I don't understand why mum and dad don't treat me like they do the rest of the kids. Even Jane. It's like I'm not one of their children. And it just kind of hit me that they resent me for getting married and starting my own family and leaving them to raise their own kids. Part of me is relieved to finally realize why they treat me like they do. And part of me is sad. I'm kind of scared about this upcoming surgery and I really wish I had a parent I could talk to about it. But I don't feel like I have parents. Just some people that I co-parented my siblings with. Okay, guys, I don't even know where to begin with this one. There's so much to get through. What I will say off the bat is that there is an update to this post. It was posted on Reddit just a couple of days later. So that will be very interesting to see what happened. And we'll get into that in just a few seconds. But for now, reading that, wow, it feels like you just didn't even have parents growing up. I don't really understand why they had this sort of response to you as a child, but then for the rest of your siblings, they didn't and they were okay to actually seemingly parent them. I I just don't get it. Just because you're the oldest child, it doesn't mean that it's your responsibility to look after your other siblings. That's insane. Of course, like it's to be expected that there is a little bit more responsibility placed on the oldest child, especially when they become of age to have that sort of responsibility. But this is just you being substituted in for your parents. What are they actually doing? Just doing their jobs and you're being forced to actually do the parenting in this entire family it's insane if anything it's bordering on abuse maybe you starting your own family was the was the catalyst to them realizing how much they were relying on you and how much they were just using you but but then again i say that and surely they realized this all along like it doesn't even seem if they were doing anything you were the one who had to wake the kids up in the morning your siblings that is and get them ready to, for school and then then you've Oh, the, the second oldest sibling, your sister, had to do all the stuff at night. What were your parents actually doing this entire time? I, I just don't get it. Now, I'm not entirely sure about what exactly ministry means in this situation. I don't really want to guess, but just from a little bit of research, 
it might be a religious thing at least that's what people are saying in the comments and that would make the most sense but even still what what kind of i guess is happening here is your parents are just using their religious work and their beliefs as a way to offset the fact that they're just not doing anything and placing the entire burden of five of their children on you and jane which is actually insane nonetheless that is part one the original post and thankfully we do have an update so let's get straight into that hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So then, I spoke with my wife, Anne, about it last night. I said something along the lines of, I've realized that my parents resent me for starting my own family and not helping them as much. And that is why they treat me so differently. And I think you've been trying to gently tell me this for years, but I was too dense to get it. We were sitting in the bed at the time and she leaned over and patted me on the head and said you are so pretty i laughed for like 10 minutes it was a great emotional release a lot of you said she sounds wonderful and she really is i just can't express how much i love her about jane my older sister jane did get married and start a family about two years after i did jane and i had a falling out and didn't speak for several years but we're okay now just not very close our falling out was more about religion than anything she is very religious like my parents while i am not i'm religious and we attend church but it's not our whole life like it is for my parents and jane okay so i think this probably was to do with religion well at least your parents work op was religious younger siblings the youngest is 22 so they're all adults now the second to youngest passed away several years ago so there are eight of us now wait sorry were there nine? Oh, maybe eight in the family right oh sorry no i completely forgot yes second oldest of nine kids op said wow that makes it even worse so op and jane were looking after seven kids goodness me anyway back to the update i'm very close with all of my younger siblings they still come hang out at my house all the time and they are all great aunts and uncles to my kids all of them including jane are upset with how my parents treated me this past year so then help with my kids while i am disappointed in my parents for not helping i do not need their help Anne and i have close friends plus we both have siblings that help Anne's parents live far away but they help when they can we really are okay and we feel very blessed and loved with all the help we've received therapy part of my kidney treatment plan includes access to a therapist and i love her she's been great in helping me learn to live with an illness I'm not sure if she is the right person to speak with about my parents, but I'll ask her and see if she can refer someone if not. I'll wait until after my surgery to bring this up as I need to just focus on that right now. Setting boundaries. When I say my parents won't help, it's not that they say they won't help, it's that they offer to help and then either bail at the last minute or they change the plan so much that it causes Anne and I a lot of stress. To be honest, if anything, that is even worse. A few months ago, Anne was sick and my mother offered to pick our kids up from school. It's a long story, but she kept changing things and making it very complicated. And my youngest ended up being left alone for a little while and he got scared. There we go. After that, I had a harsh talk with my parents and told them how disappointed I was in them and how I needed to focus on my health. And they were making things worse. I told them they are not allowed to take my kids anywhere and they're not allowed to just drop by at my house. And in fact, they were not even allowed to offer to help. 
because my mum doesn't take no for an answer and will nag until she wears me down My parents were mad about this But all seven of my siblings took my side and rallied about me and so my parents have respected that so far going no contact A lot of people recommended going no contact. I don't want that. I still love my parents even though they've not been great parents My kids love them too and I don't want to take that away They are good grandparents when they show up. I don't think my parents are awful people I think they had this vision of how they wanted to have this big family and this big ministry And I think they just didn't realize the responsibilities they put on jane and I I've spoken to them in the past and expressed how it was messed up that they put so much on us as kids And they have apologized putting my parents on blast at their church Several people recommended going to their church and telling people how they've treated me. You don't understand this church They would praise my parents for putting god and the ministry above everything else. These super religious people are crazy I guess that's it for now. My surgery is in less than two weeks. So i'm gonna focus on that I'm gonna put this thing with my parents on the back burner and later i'll decide what if anything i'm going to do Thanks again to everyone for your comments. It's really helped me work through some feelings and there we go I guess for now at least that's it I really like the point that op has made about not wanting to go no contact because I feel like a lot of the time on this subreddit We do see redditors just jumping to that conclusion and a lot of comments saying just go no contact It'll be so much easier But it's actually nice to see and I think if anything a little bit more realistic to see a user that knows that their parents haven't been great If anything, they've been pretty terrible, but you know, they're still their parents and they still love them. There's there's that, you know, unequivocal love that you can't just you can't just take away from somebody. So it's nice to see that. And as long as you put those boundaries in place, OP, those boundaries that, that you said you have, I think that's completely fair. I will also say a massive good luck and I hope that the surgery goes well. Having to deal with with health issues and then all of this on top is awful as i mentioned whilst reading this i think actually that the the fact that your parents say they're going to help and then either change all the plans or pull out last second is much worse than just saying they're not going to help in the first place because that gives you no time to to make other plans or to get other people in place to help like your friends and other other siblings right as you said your child got scared your youngest child got scared because of your parents that is just terrible and I get the fact that they've apologized, but an apology in words is one thing. Actually doing something about it and changing your ways is another. And ultimately, even if they've apologized, you know, profusely, there's nothing they can really do to, to change the fact that they've not been very good parents for your entire life. Okay, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. If you want more from me right away, please do check out more on screen or down below in the description. And a little, uh, a little something to look forward to. The next Entitled Parents episode that you see on this channel, I won't be wearing this. In fact, I may well have a wig on. So just uh, subscribe, follow, click the notification bell and see you in a couple of days. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.